Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having an absolutely awesome day today. I hope it's blessed as well. I actually have some nice weather down here in Florida. It's starting to cool down a little bit, so that has been a blessing. And I was going through articles this morning, as I always do, looking through all the different research and news, and I saw that the FDA committee now has rubber-stamped Pfizer's plan to now inject all children 5 to 11 years old with the RNA gene therapy shot. And, you know, I just kind of shook my head when I saw this because, I mean, clearly they picked five. They didn't pick four. They picked five because it's basically the beginning over the school school year when kids – normally start going to school at age five and what they're going to do now is they've pretty much already rolled out and most states like california new york that are incredibly communist have already stated this that they are going to require all children be injected with the rna gene therapy in order to attend public school and the sad part about this is a lot of parents are going to capitulate and they're going to go along with this and as i was looking at it it's going to be 28 million children and let's be clear on this right now. There's absolutely zero scientific evidence whatsoever that a alleged vaccine needs to be used for children of this age, period. Not even, we're not even getting to the side effects of what we've seen now from adults and young adults from getting this injection, including myocarditis. Remember, I told you guys the story about the parents that took their children to Walgreens, two children, back in, uh, I think it was last month, they took their two children to Walgreens to get their flu shot. You know, they wanted to be the good little peasants and take their family to go get their flu injection from Walgreens. And Walgreens inadvertently, <laughs> allegedly, accidentally, however many words you want to put with it, gave these two children COVID injections. That was the flu shot. Not sure how you switch those vials up. One says Pfizer COVID jab. The other one says flu jab. But, you know, sometimes you got to deal with people that are morons. And so they notify the parents as soon as they get it. Uh, by the way, we did accidentally gave them the COVID shot instead of the flu shot. So the parents, of course, got an attorney immediately because the children, by the next day, both had to go to the doctor for heart problems. Now, I haven't been able to find any, any follow-up on that story none zero i don't know what happened to the kids i don't know if they're healthy i don't know if they recovered but they were both having significant chest and heart problems after this injection and you gotta look at the facts you know nine million people die annually of starvation every year that's global nine million people nine million three million of those are children die annually every year from starvation. This isn't considered a crisis, but a virus with a 99.9997% survival rate for young children has now changed the entire planet, especially when it comes to kids. You've seen a collaborated effort worldwide, across the globe, to vaccinate every single human being for a virus that's literally less deadly than the flu. But we've never seen a worldwide effort to actually feed those three million children that are starving. 
But now we're saying that every single child up to age five and older needs to be injected. It's not difficult to figure out where this is going, as you can clearly see. I saw another article yesterday that went into detail on what is going on again with Disney. You know, Disney, I pick on Disney a lot because they're absolutely horrific entity as far as what they promote, what they stand for, and what they've pretty much allowed themselves to turn into. And Breitbart put out an article the other day, and it went into detail discussing how Disney is now going to start offering transgender drag queen story hour for all of Disney's employees' children. So any of the kids that are related or live or basically children of people that work for Disney are now being offered to do drag queen story hour, fully stamped, fully promoted, fully endorsed by the one and only pedophile pushing company, Disney World. And I've told you guys repeatedly about why I don't go to Disney. I've told you guys about their entire platform of what they have, their facial recognition cameras, all the stuff they work on a regular basis. And you guys know I've said this repeatedly, and so's Daz talked about it before, is that EBCOT standard for the Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. That's what EBCOT stood for. When you look at the research behind EBCOT, it was heavily backed and heavily supported by the CIA and by the FBI and researching and trying out new gadgets and gizmos and gear and surveillance that they could use in their own little community. That's what they've turned into. So my question to everybody is, if a company is openly telling their employees' children that they need to watch their drag queen story hour, pedophile, cross-dressing perverts read them books, is that really an entity? Is that really a company that you want to keep giving your money to? I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I can't get any more direct. I was so irritated when I saw that article yesterday. But I wasn't surprised. But it's frustrating to me because the one and only reason they are promoting this type of filth is to normalize and condition the populace to pedophilia. And that is absolutely atrocious to me. This is not something you can sit back and support, endorse, and essentially fund and then turn right around and say, "Well, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not okay with some of that stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I don't. I don't believe that's okay." No, you vote with your dollars. I've said that many a times. If you don't like something, if you don't support a company, if they're not doing what you prefer they do, if they are diametrically opposed to your beliefs, like the Starbucks CEO, if you carry a gun, if you're a Second Amendment supporter, you can take your business elsewhere. Never been a fan of Starbucks. I think they're grossly overpriced. But I do find it ironic that Christians and patriots still go to Starbucks and give them money when the CEO blatantly spits in your face. Just thought I would throw that out there. What do you think, Dad? The thing that uh, is amazing to me, Austin, is when I go to churches and they have a Starbucks bar set up inside of the church in, in the lobby with the Starbucks, you know, satanic logo, you know, posted clearly for everybody to see and they think it's okay. And I've talked to numerous pastors about this, and they won't take it down. Not one of these pastors has ever taken down their Starbucks coffee shops when I've said something to them. And so I quickly leave the church and don't go there again. And now you guys are asking me, well, really, that's an acid test that you use? Uh, well, you know, what acid test do you use? 
if they openly promote pedophilia, transgenders, cross-dressing, homosexuality. Do you believe when they do that? Many of you will say, well, absolutely we would, but many people who claim to be Christians don't. Just the other day, I was speaking to a family member. She was in church, and the pastor actually was doing a slide presentation that he was testing on a group of people from the church, and he started having them do responsive reading as far as promoting and accepting transgenders and their lifestyle and homosexuals in the body of Christ. And my family member got up and walked out, stepped out, said, I will not subject myself to this, and left the church. So where is your acid test? How far do you go when the pastor shows up completely tatted up and basically, you know, drunk and hung over and got a whore on his arm? Yeah, is that, is that where you say no more? I saw that happen over there in Tampa with Randy White, Paula White's ex-husband. I saw him bringing women in who basically were his quote-unquote workout partners and putting them on the platform. I saw that personally and promoting the fact if you see me with this woman, don't worry about it. You know, she's just my workout partner. You know, I mean, he had the owner of Mons Venus, a strip club in Tampa, come up and speak on the platform. I, I'm, I'm not making any of this up. And just a few months later, they were, Paul and him were getting a divorce. I mean, where do you say, I'm not going to do this anymore? How far do you allow it to go before you say, stop it, I'm not going there? Remember that one pastor who used to be down in Lakeland who did that Lakeland revival about 10, 12 years ago? And he was covered in tattoos, and he was up there screaming and yelling and had this huge revival. Everybody said it was of the Holy Spirit. And you find out now later that he's been basically charged and basically accused of multiple sexual misconducts. And he's actually admitted to them and says he's working on them. And on and on and on and on and on. And I'm not picking on if you got a tattoo. Okay, I know a lot of you got tattoos before you knew the Word of God said not to get tattoos. I'm not going to get into that. All right, all I'm saying is this is that, you know, where's your leadership example going to be? Who are you going to listen to? Say, well, I can't believe you're picking on people with tattoos. I'm not picking on you. Stop it. All right? Okay? But I'm telling you, a lot of time that ink has heavy metals in it. You get heavy metal toxicity from it. I've already done a whole show on it, which I got a whole bunch of feedback from, both pro and con, about how people who have a lot of tattoos have a much higher incident of Morgellons disease. So... From a health standpoint, it's not something you should do. From a biblical standpoint, it's something you should not do. But from a social standpoint, now we have pastors getting tattoos and running around on the pulpit with skinny jeans with holes in them and, you know, coats that are too small and all the other crazy stuff that I see now. Just ask yourself a question. Who are you going to emulate? Who are you going to follow? I know one pastor, everything he does is based on trends. It's trending right now, so I'm going to do it. So he bases his sermons on the trends. He bases his clothes on the trends. Everything he does is based on trending and and what's supposed to be popular right now with the media and what's popular right now with the world. Why do you care, Pastor? Let me ask you that question. Why do you care what's popular with the world? Don't you know that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever? That the Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? That's what we should be focusing on, isn't it? What the Word of God says, not what your trend says? Just thought I'd throw that in there. Now, as far as these five-year-olds getting shots... What they're doing is they're moving this younger and younger and younger and younger and younger. Pretty soon, if, if this trend doesn't stop with that, speaking of trends, the FDA is going to try to force this as part of the initial injections for children being born or part of the shot regimen that children are going to get before they go to school, starting at the 18-month mark or four-month or five or six months, they're going to be getting a COVID vaccine. I'm letting you go know where this is going. If they're this basically insouciant and they're allowing five-year-olds to be injected, at that point, it doesn't matter if it's a five-year-old or a five-month-old. Uh, last night, we had good friends come by and visit us here in North Carolina, uh, Josh, Danielle, and their wonderful son, Lucas, who's like 10 months old. 
And Lucas was probably one of the smartest. And I'm not, guys, listen to me. You know, you know, I don't say this stuff. I don't mean it. One of the smartest, most mentally acute, most inquisitive 10-month-old children I've ever seen. He's running around trying to talk, opening up stuff. We have a heater down here in the barn, and he basically flipped the heater over, was looking at all the controls. Ten months old, that brilliant. was all excited. He found the pad to open the heater in the control box. and was running around pointing to it, running back to his parents, and showing them what he had found. Ten months old. He's a health master's baby. Mother never took the injection, never took the COVID shot, took the health master's supplements. And we see this over and over and over again when you give a woman who's pregnant, the nutrients that she needs, her body responds accordingly and builds these incredibly brilliant, beautiful, super good-looking children. Just thought I'd mention that. So the the thing is this. Who are you going to believe? You're going to believe that a child needs to have a hepatitis shot at birth because his mother is a drug-using IV prostitute, which is why they did it, by the way. The kid can't even produce antibodies against hepatitis at birth. And all of a sudden, giant load of mercury shoved in them, which causes immediate neurological damage. And another friend of mine who's a pilot, she's a female pilot, over in Lakeland the other day, and she sent me a text. And they have a friend who has an eight-month-old little baby suffering from severe neurological damage from, guess what, from the vaccines. And she said, what can we do? What can we do? What can we do? The baby's, like, paralyzed. Well, they don't know what to do. The parents don't know what to do. They have to happen right after another round of shots. They don't know what to do. And I said, I don't know either. I have no idea what to do for an eight-month-old baby. She said, well, you, but Ted, you know, you know, you know, you know what to do. I said, no, I don't. I really don't know what to do. If a parent wants to do this and inject these children with all these these heavy metals, it's going to cause neurological damage in some cases. In some cases, it cannot be corrected. So, you know, why in the world do people do this, and why are they giving five-year-old shots when they know that there's a massive increase in myocarditis and pericarditis? Austin and I have both had pericarditis. I'm going to let you guys know this, and I mentioned this before on the show. This is not some joke. I almost died from it. I got really Ill. almost Austin almost died from it. I was in with him in the emergency room, and his heart was oh, it was a mess. And he looked like he was about to die. He felt like he was about to die. And I just right there in the middle of the emergency room in the back, you know, with the with the IVs running into him. I start praying out loud, calling on Jesus, in front of all the doctors, all the nurses, in front of everybody, and I could care less who heard me speak. And call in the name of Jesus because I'm proud of my relationship with Christ. I'm proud of who I am under Jesus. I am blessed beyond measure because I have a relationship with the Most High God through Christ. That's how all of you should feel. Well, I can't pray in a restaurant, you know, because people may hear me. <laughs> I always pray in a restaurant so people can hear me. I, I mean, we just do that. And we just, and we, you know, every once in a while we'll forget. I will say that. But the majority of the time we pray out loud so people can hear us in a restaurant. I don't care what the people around me think. Don't care. I mean, I'm not going to go into a three minute sermon, you know, for a prayer, but I want people to know that, you know, I'm going to bow my head and thank God for the food. Well, that's, that's just, that's, that's offensive to some people. Okay. Let them be offended. Okay, let them be offended as they take more Prozac and more Zoloft and more serotonin reuptake inhibitors and all these other drugs they have to take to try to keep their brain working. Now, I will say one other thing about that. Actually, I'll say a few more things about that. Every once in a while, somebody may need some type of medication to get past a certain point in their life with the loss of a loved one or unbelievable stress. But the goal should never be to go on the medication for the rest of your life. The goal should be to use it for a brief period of time in a small enough dosage that you can get off of it as quickly as possible. But pharmacia and sorcery and all that goes together, and they use drugs to control people, 
We see it over and over and over again. Some of these psychiatric medications are so addictive and so mind-numbing. If you try to come off of them, you don't have anything. You can't, you can't even function. You have to go into a rehab facility and be monitored 24-7 until you come off of it. Because if you don't, you can end up committing suicide like my friend and pastor up in Georgia. They put him on lithium, and they started giving him other drugs and more drugs and more drugs and more drugs and more drugs. Pretty soon, he's on a whole cocktail of psychiatric drugs, and pretty soon, he had to check into a rehab facility. A week later, he got out of the rehab facility and took a forty-five caliber handgun and put it to his chest and blew a big hole through his heart and killed himself. I told you that story. Some of the, some of the withdrawals from these psychiatric medications are unbelievable. Wouldn't it be better to use cod liver oil? really bring the cod liver oil, the serotonin levels up in the brain? Wouldn't it be better to get more omega fats from the cod liver oil, omega-3 fats? Wouldn't it be better to basically take B-complex that's methylated to make to increase the ability of the brain to think and to be clearly thinking? Wouldn't it be better to try a really good supplement protocol and stay on it all the time? Every once in a while, my uh, I'll get a little bit down, you know, reading this stuff all of the time and and talking about this stuff and trying to make it so it's palatable for everyone. And I'll take an extra bunch of cod liver oil or extra bunch of beak vitamins, or I may even take a 5-HTP to bring my serotonin levels back up. And within a couple hours, I'm fine again. But listen to me, friends. Psychiatric care, in most cases, is completely and totally mind control is what it is. It's what it's designed to do. Because remember... The Prozac was specifically, okay, I'm, I'm going to read this to you. There's, a, there's an author, his name is Jonathan Metzi, and he, had, he wrote a book. It's called Prozac on the Couch, and how SSRIs were marked especially to women as drugs that would empower them at work while preserving the kind of feminine traits required at home. One advertisement for Zoloff showed a woman in pants, basically holding the hands of her two children, her wedding ring prominent, Next to the phrase, power, that speaks softly. What? An ad for Zoloff? Yeah. And today, antidepressants are taken by one in five white American women. You know, they were targeted to women. You know, and this is a really good article from Rush, and I'm going to post it. because these women have been deceived from birth to expect the world to make them happy. But lo and behold, they arrive at a point, usually in their late 20s, where they followed feminist and anti-racist doctrine, to a T after attending numerous diversity trainings and gay pride parties and yet are still not happy. Their life is in disorder. Cheap entertainments and sex cannot fill the void in their spirit. So the cause of all of them must be a brain imbalance. And like the good doctor may commonly add, depression has a genetic component. It must run in the family because the patient remembers her grandmother was sad one time after grandpa died. Yet the doctor forgot to tell her that every single human being born after Adam and Eve is predisposed towards falling into abject sadness, depression, and addiction, and often the most vile of evils, and is really a roll of the die. It's really a roll of the die that determines what psychological ailment you will struggle against. Hmm? What do they want to tell them? Like every other human being who is alive, ready to be diagnosed and managed by the pharmacia industry. Wow. Remember, you know, the psychiatry... In the drugs, it enables inversion. It turns things upside down, which is what these globalist cabalists want to do. Feminism is demonic because it inverts the natural order by trying to make a man as coming from the woman's rib instead of the other way around. 
And here comes the psychiatrist to further enable this inversion with a heavily marketed drug that keeps the independent woman working without a husband while just functional enough to take care of her pets and social media accounts that are replacements for the children she cannot have because of a spiritual condition made worse by the secular authorities she never should have trusted. Now think about it for a second. When a woman is born and her mother has the proper hormones, she has a right brain interface. It's creative. It's nurturing. It wants to raise children. When a man is born, he has a left brain interface. He wants to be in control. He wants to have authority. He wants to basically protect his family. We're made this way, guys. That's how God made us. And that is not to say that men are better than women because, you know, a lot of things that I can't do, my wife does really, really well. Some of the things that, you know, I can do, she can't do real well. And so it's just we're, ba- we're made to blend together as a single individual when we get married. That's how it works with Christianity. That's how it works in God's order. But when you invert that order, and women want to be men, and today I'm a transgender. Today my children are going to transgender story hour at Disney, which employees are approximately 70% gay and transgender. Yeah. One day I got the three young ones. This was back when the kids were young, and they were like four, six, and eight, and we were walking through Disney. And we had gone, we had gone over to the uh, Magic Kingdom that day, and there were two gay guys who worked for Disney, and they were talking in their gay voices, and they were just being blatantly flirting with each other right in front of my children. And we had just seen, you know, people walking through there, two guys holding hands, and two other guys kissing. This is this is ten years ago, guys, and I was I was nauseous. I was like, this is unbelievable. And finally, the gay guys were talking, and I walked up to one of them and I said, "Dude, can you put a lid on it?" He goes, what do you mean? I said, can you not act this gay in front of my children? Because my wife and Sharon had already walked away with the kids. I said, do you realize this is not okay for us? Well, you're coming to Disney and 70% of our employees are gay and you just need to accept how we are here. And I said, no, I don't. No, I don't. He goes, do I need to call security on you? I said, no, I'm leaving. I said, but this is not okay. So I'm asking you like Austin asked you. If we know Disney is part of the inversion, and now they're basically doing the drag queen story hour for their employees' children, trying to create more and more inversion, trying to create more and more hermaphrodites. That's why you've got to go there every day. You've got to understand what they're doing this for to make everybody a unisex. Celine Dion doing that commercial years ago, showing that everybody was unisex, that all the boys and girls were the same. It's all Kabbalist guys. They're the ones who run the planet. They're the ones who took down Building 7. They are the ones who started World War One and World War Two. Same group. Same group. They're the ones who started the Vietnam War. They're the ones who brought us to Central Bank. All of it. All of it. All of it by the same people. And once you understand that, you get a clear understanding of what's happening. So that's why I say something about pastors who want to act like they're women on the platform. Sissy men who don't want to act like they're real men. Want to have their little skinny jeans on, their little hoses, their little skinny jeans, and, and walk around with a lisp and talk. I mean, it's nauseating to me. It makes me want to puke. It really does. Because they have inverted themselves to accommodate the trend. That's not okay, guys. The Word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so is Jesus. We've got to have a stand here. We've got to take the stand. Now we know they're going to be pushing shots to five-year-olds. And now they want everybody on Prozac or Zoloft or some other drug. And again, there are cases, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to be very clear about this, that people need to take something every once in a while, especially if they don't know about the nutritional approach to doing any of this. But this should only be for a short period of time. Now I'm going to say something else to you. If you're taking these types of drugs right now, do not abruptly stop taking them. 
because you heard the show today. I'm warning you, do not do that. Work with your doctor in titrating the dosing down. That's really, really, really important because you can have all kinds of horrible side effects if you stop taking this stuff immediately. So don't do that. You've saddled that pony. you got to ride it until you get off of it. Do it through your medical professional. Never stop taking a prescription drug or any drug, therefore, that matter, without consulting with your current medical doctor. And if your medical doctor is unwilling to help you come off of a drug, listen to me, you need to find another medical doctor. You need to find somebody who's willing to help you. You know, I, I don't take any drugs. I mean, every once in a while I may take an aspirin or something like that, but it's very rare. I don't take drugs. I you know, take my purple sticks in the morning, which we should have back in stock hopefully in a few weeks. Uh, I take those in the morning because I, I load my bathe my my brain and you know methylated B vitamins first thing in the morning with some green tea with the purple sticks. I mean, I do that on a regular basis every single day. I don't. I try not to drink coffee because it elevates my cortisol, makes me kind of stressful, and makes me feel kind of horrible after two days. And so I try to stay with the green tea. Guys, listen to me. Take your methylated B vitamins. Take your cod liver oil. Take your supplements on a regular basis. Take your vitamin C, your potassium iodide, your zinc. Every night before I go to bed, I take a handful of vitamins every single night because it's what I have to do to maintain my health. Listen to me. Your health was given to you, in most cases, if you had a mother who really ate well and took good supplements, it's your health was given to you as standard equipment at birth. You were healthy as a little child. But when we start making choices and we start doing things to ourselves that destroys our health, that was our responsibility to maintain that health. Because it came as standard equipment, many of us ignore it until it goes away. That's why I say to the parents who listen to the show, do your research on all of these 76, 86, whatever the heck the number is up to now on vaccinations and how it's linked directly to autism. I wrote a book on it years ago, for heaven's sakes. And this is 20 years ago I wrote the book. There's much more evidence out. You know, Kennedy has now said he's going to sue the Food and Drug Administration if they approve this drug for five-year-olds. And I commend, I commend them for doing that. But what's it going to do? It's going to, end up, it's going to end up being in court for years and years and years with a compromised judge. That's what it's going to do. It's going to make, it make any difference? Probably not. Because the Kabbalists run the judiciary. They run both houses of Congress. You know, George Carlin said it best, didn't he? He said, this is a club. <laughs> it's a club. And you're not in it. They control all the major corporations. They control the media. They control pretty much both houses of Congress, you know, through their different lobbying groups. They control everything, including the judiciary. We saw that with Jeffrey Epstein. And this is who runs the planet. But you don't have to get sucked into their stuff, do you? You don't have to go get yourself on all kinds of drugs and psychiatric drugs. There's all kinds of natural ways to lower blood pressure and cholesterol and triglycerides and blood sugar. One of the ways is to start eating healthy food. Last night we had a, some friends come over and along with Josh and Danielle and Lucas, and they brought some Twinkies with them or whatever they call eclairs. The only person who ate eclair was one of the guests that were here. I mean, Josh and Danielle didn't touch them. You know, they didn't give them to the baby. I didn't touch them because they weren't organic. And I thought, wow, okay, that's okay. You know, people say, well, don't you think that that would have offended somebody? Uh, am I going to offend somebody? Or am I going to consider offending somebody? Or am I going to put something in my body that knows unbelievably bad for me? Think about that. Eat clean and be healthy. Follow the Bible. Don't eat pork. Don't eat shellfish. Just say, no, I don't eat pork. It's easy enough. I mean, they, they made me think you have an allergy to pork. Who cares? It doesn't make a difference what they think. Don't just tell them I don't eat pork. Don't eat shellfish. 
Don't eat margarine. I don't eat any of that stuff. I don't ever put aspartame in my body. I sure wouldn't put splenin in my body. It's a chlorocarbon that destroys your kidney function. And you got to remember, so does glyphosate. Glyphosate destroys kidney function. Now, if you occasionally had a piece of bread that had that in there or whatever, your body could probably get it through and get it processed pretty quickly. But don't be eating bread on a regular basis that's not organic. Really, really important. But I, I thought I was going to meddle just a little bit this morning and talk about what they're doing and how they've targeted women from a psychiatric standpoint with psychiatric drugs to push feminism. I've never gone there before. I went there today. Austin, what do you think, bud? Oh, you're absolutely right. And you nailed it on the head. And I mean, and it also expands even into other health issues that they basically bring about. It's interesting. And we had a, um, one of Lana's friends over, you know, probably a month ago, she was over here at the office working on some stuff. And she started talking to me about how she had been reading online and she was pretty confident she had self-diagnosed herself with ADHD. And I said, why do you have ADHD? She goes, well, I've read online, and I pretty much have found that I have all the symptoms of ADHD. I said, is that the way you want it to be? She looks at me, and she goes, well, well no, that's, just, that's what's going on. I said, why? Why is it going on like that? She goes, well, I, just, I, I feel like there's all this stuff that I'm reading. And I said, why are you reading that? Why are you putting that in your brain? I said, have you not understood and realized that ADHD is one of the only alleged psychological disorders that has no ability to be tested for? None. There's, there's no blood work. There's no research. Simply, you get sidetracked. You don't stay focused on a task. Oh, okay. You got ADD. Uh, we're going to put you on 30 milligram Adderall XR for amphetamine salts. Yeah, that, that, that'll do the trick. We'll stoke you up on amphetamines all day long. I, I, that, that'll, that'll focus you out real quick. I was going to burn your doggone thyroid out and burn your adrenals out, burn your heart out, burn your brain out after 10, 20 years of that usage. But but they, they, they said I have ADD. So why? Why do you want to sign for that? I said, have you looked at any of the nutrients that can actually help with focus? Well, no. I said, okay, here's a stack. Mega-3, B-complex, magnesium brain food, ultimate multiple. Just start on a couple of them. Just a couple, I mean, a couple subs right here. And this is, I mean, basic, 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 basic. And she goes, "Why well, I can't get all this?" I said, "Here, okay, here you go. You know, here's here's a half a can. I have demo that I use all the time. Here's magnesium brain food." I said, "Take it." I said, "You give me a word. You're going to take it. You take it home." So I'm, I'm using it. It's almost halfway done. I said, Just "Try it out. If you want more, come back and I'll you know I'll sell it to you, decent price." And uh, she's like, "Okay." And I talked to her like three, four days later, and she goes, "What is in that stuff?" I said, magnesium theonate. So that's one of the only magnesiums that's been thoroughly tested to pass through the blood-brain barrier. She goes, that stuff's incredible. She goes, as soon as I started taking it by the next day, she's like, I was, I didn't have any issues with depression. I was staying more focused. I had more energy. She goes, I didn't have any anxiety problems at all. I didn't have these panic attacks. So imagine that. I said, you had a magnesium disorder. I said, wait till you throw the B-complex and the omega-3s on top of it and see what happens. And she goes, wow, I've, she goes, I've never felt anything like that. I said, yeah, I know. I said, that's why it's one of our best-selling supplements, the magnesium brain food. And I said, it's just rough because there's only one manufacturer that actually has the patent on that magnesium theonate. And I said, they continue to keep raising the prices on us. And I said, it is what it is. I said, it's just, I said but there's a reason why. I said, it's because it works. And it's difficult to manufacture in huge batches. And the raw materials are getting harder and harder to get. Imagine that. For what we're seeing now, anybody else see that some of these 
these shortages, supply line problems that we keep getting told are just the new normal. Anybody notice that it's starting to short everything? Not just car parts, not just chips, everything. Raw ingredients for supplements, food, one of the big ones. Almost like they're intentionally trying to starve everybody out. I saw video and photos earlier this week from the UK and in here in the United States now where grocery store shelves are being stocked with cardboard posters depicting food products in order to cover the bare shelves. There's one over in UK, whole thing of asparagus, cardboard cutouts of asparagus put in the tray. So by, at a glance, when you walk by, you go, oh, nothing to see here. You walk right past it. There's another one over here in the States. These big draped covers that were in front of the shelves with fully stocked photos with price tags on them, <laughs> with price tags on them. Guy pulls back the cover. Shelves are empty. Nothing there. But when I told you, almost everything we're shown is an illusion. Everything they show you is designed to put you in a state that they want you to be in. That's why you got to step out of the matrix. That's why you got to start researching your own. You got to start asking questions. You've got to start looking at stuff outside the box, not just what they tell you to believe. Five-year-olds now approved for the Pfizer injection, when there's only been a couple hundred deaths in the entire country of children with COVID, a couple hundred of actual deaths. Well, that's that's well, that, we're not going to talk about that, Austin. You know, they, the kids need to get the shot; it's for their protection. No, it's not, guys. I'm, I'm sick of hearing the nonsense. I'm over it now. Like Dad said, it reaches a point to where you start seeing this stuff and you go, okay, enough is enough. They're obviously coming after the kids. They're very, very clear on that. Remember the article that I brought up to you last month in September where uh, basically California for equal rights filed a lawsuit against the state of California because the California Department of Education started requiring that children in public schools recite the Aztec prayer Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys remember that topic? I went off on that. Talking about all this stuff, the old Moloch, all the sacrificial prayers, telling you have to pray to the Aztec gods. It's for your history lesson. It's not for your history lesson. Are you kidding me right now? Last night, my mother-in-law was over. My brother-in-law, they had to, they're going to be flying back out soon. Back home, she's going back down to Ecuador. There are missionaries down there, and he's going back to Texas. And when they were up in Virginia, they were cleaning out her dad's, so it would be Lana's granddad's house. And they brought me back a book. They brought me back a book. And it was from, on the front page, 1776 to 1970 U.S. History. The book was published in 1975, and it was absolutely exciting to flip through every single year from 1776. I mean, big old book. Every single year from 1776 to 1970 documented with U.S. history. Incredible, incredible history book. I mean, amazing. Absolutely amazing, because that's what they used to teach kids, isn't it? 1975, 
wow, we actually used to talk about what happened. We didn't just run through everything and go, oh, Civil War's about slavery. South was racist, so we shot him in the head. That's why the Civil War is going on. Yeah, and then and then we uh, yeah. Now we're here. No transgender girls or boys, boys or girls. That's that's U.S. history now. That's what they're doing with everything. It's modern day book burning. That's why you can't even get those books anymore. That's why they're banning everything online. That's why YouTube and Facebook have turned into full blown full blown communist dictatorships. It's modern day digital book burning, and in every point in history, every point in history. When a tyrant or entity told you what you couldn't, couldn't read, what you couldn't, couldn't hear, every single time, chaos, tyranny, and death preceded that. Right afterwards, every single time without history, you can look it up. Anytime another group tells you what you can and can't say, what you can and can't think, what you can and can't read, and what you're allowed to do, every time. It goes very, very poorly for the populace that obeys illegal, unjust, inhumane, tyrant, just tyrant demands every time. So I continue to encourage, raise your children. Continue to raise little Americans, my friends. That is so extremely important. You know, Dad was saying that story a second ago about his friends up there and the 10-month-old running around and finding stuff. And I remember – when Hunter was that age, in about a year, same thing, running around. And you got to remember, at that age, they're a sponge. As, even year, as years go by, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years old, every, everything they do is pretty much for the first time for the most, mo- most topics that are happening. Everything's new to them. They go out and do something. This is the first time they experienced it, watching the world from a whole new lens. They're constantly soaking up information. This is why... They're trying to indoctrinate the young children with satanic, Moloch, Aztec prayers as five-year-olds. This is why they're trying to expose them and normalize them with grown men in full drag, tranny attire, sitting up there reading books about how you need to be gender fluid. This is 100% about the children. This is what the mask are still about. I talked about it yesterday. I'm not going to go on it again. It just makes me irate. This is what they're doing. And then the article just came out from Tucker Carlson, which I told you is Fox. I mean, completely and totally controlled by the mainstream media. But they're pretty much spitting in our face now. The article from Fox said, Tucker Carlson, Christianity is dying and being replaced by the cult of coronavirus. And quite frankly, that's an accurate topic headline as sad as that is for me to say but why are they putting that out there they're telling you what they're doing they're letting you know exactly what they're doing and the vast majority of people had become too blinded by fear to actually see the truth but i saw that article i saw the headlines of that christianity is dying and being replaced by the cult of coronavirus that's why i've referred numerous times this covidian cult Wear your mask. Stand six feet apart. Walk six feet away. Go six feet here. I mean, why don't you just make it blatantly obvious what you guys are trying to do? Come on. I mean, <laughs> they didn't even try to hide it in plain sight anymore. And this is where we're going. And now you see the entire medical system, the entire infrastructure system being crippled from within. I saw another article earlier this morning. The Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota, has now sent warning letters to 8,000 very well-trained 
employees, physicians, nurses, staff, 8,000 employees. If you have not taken the COVID shot yet, you will be put on unpaid leave by January 3rd. You will be terminated unless you provide a medical or religious exemption. And I've been talking to numerous people about this because they, they have actually been a lot of times approving these religious exemptions, which I have encouraged people to get ahead of the ball and figure out what you need to put in as a requirement for this. One thing I'm going to throw this out there is I was talking to Mark about this last night because he works for a defense contractor, and basically he's put in his medical exemption, and they, he's trying to get it finalized. But he said when they basically send him the exemption form, he's got a whole laundry list of stuff. They want to talk to your pastor. They want his phone number. They want to know if you've ever taken any other vaccines or any prescription drugs and why that doesn't conflict with your religious belief i'm not talking pages of some of those invasive personal questions i've ever seen in my life and i told him i said absolutely not you have and i quote a strongly held religious belief against taking the covid injection period everything else is in a not applicable not applicable not applicable they have absolutely no right to get that information out of you now i guess they can ask it because anybody can ask a question. They're fishing. What they're trying to do is they're building a case against you. It's the same thing when you deal with law enforcement that's investigating you unjustly or trying to come at you for something that you didn't do. That's why you simply say if you feel like the direction is that going that way and they're basically targeting you for something, the response is attorney. I need to talk to my attorney. I'm, I'm no longer speaking to you without my attorney present. Now, obviously, if it's something basic and simple, there's no reason to go that route. It's something silly. But if you feel like they're basically starting to come at you with something, it's your attorney. I need my attorney present. Do not give them evidence to try to build a case against you. Remember, anything you say can and will be used against you. There is no clause in the Miranda rights about, well, if you say something that's pretty good, they'll actually use it in your favor. <laughs> no, no, that clause got left out of there. <laughs> There's none of that. Anything you say can and will be used against you, and the same thing applies for these companies that are fishing with these religious exemptions. Anything you say can and will be used against you. The more information you give them, the more personal stuff you give them, the more they can build a case to try to figure out how to deny your request. And quite frankly, it's not even a medical exemption request. They're calling it a request. It is a letter of demand. You will respect my religious beliefs. I'm not asking for permission. I'm not coming here groveling like a peasant. I'm telling you, I have a religious belief and a strongly held religious belief against getting RNA gene therapy, and that is my final answer. But that's my brother-in-law's been doing with them now, and he's been keeping me updated on it. There's a lot of other companies. Same exact thing's been happening. So I, I encourage everybody, please, continue to stay in this fight. If you're in this fight right now, you're too far in the throttle as far as you can't back out now. You're in it. We're all in this together. There is no backing out. There is no coming out of the throttle. We are 100% in this because if we capitulate at this point in time now, and we give in, and we go, you know what, I'm just going to get it so I can get a line. I've heard this so many times. Now. Well, I, I got the shot because I just wanted to travel. <laughs> what do you, you think the shot is going to let you travel? You think this is the last one? Oh, my gosh, my friend. I said, you must have bought all that oceanfront property I had for sale in Kansas, didn't you? A lot of times that joke goes over their head. <laughs> but 
again, I encourage you, stand strong. We're all in this together as patriots, as Christians, as Americans, and we're continuing to push through this fight together. What do you think, Dad? I think it was an excellent presentation, Austin. That was one of the best 10 minutes I've heard in a bit. That was excellent. Uh, let me tell you a story. The other day I was driving to, um, you know, I had to go somewhere to get a 4 by 4 serviced, and it was a Honda. And we were in the town getting this thing serviced up here in Georgia, and and some guy goes through an intersection, kind of pokes across it. Some other guy's coming coming towards him broadside, and the guy who's coming towards the guy in the intersection gasses his car. I mean, throttles it down and crashes into the side of the pickup truck in front of us. I mean, we, we were like literally 30 feet away from it. I mean, the guy was running like 50 miles an hour when he hit the pickup truck broadside. And uh, we're like watching this. We cannot believe this just happened right in front of us. The guy was poking, going through the intersection. The guy sees him, and he throttles down and just broadsides him. They, well, you think they did it for insurance? Probably, or they were stoned or he was drugged or whatever. Who knows? But the point is, is once you throttle down and once you get going, sometimes, you know, you got to you know, move around and try to avoid certain things. <laughs> sometimes you can't. Sometimes you've got to go directly into the fray. You got to get yourself involved in all of this stuff, and that's what Austin's talking about. You got to start saying, "Hey, look, I'm not going to support Disney World anymore." Many of you are listening today, and you got plans to come to Central Florida this year. I'm just going to meddle for a second, and you're going to go to the Magic Kingdom, and you're going to see all the gay employees and all the weird stuff they do, and all the witchcraft they're involved in, and you're going to give them money. And if you go to Disney, you're going to give them a lot of money, especially if you stay at the theme parks, and you're going to support that. I'm asking you not to do that as your friend and as your family member, somebody who prays for you every day. If you're going to come to Central Florida, go somewhere else. There's all kinds of places to go. Go to Legoland in Winter Haven. Do something. But don't support Disney. You say, well, they're all the same. Well, not really. <laughs> we live down here, and there are a lot of other places you could go besides the Magic Kingdom or Epcot or MGM Studios or whatever they call it now. You know, Whatever you do when you come to Florida, think about who you're giving your money to. Really, really important. I also said something else, too, about filling out these forms. See, if, in a court of law, something that can prove the innocence of someone is called exculpatory evidence. A lot of times the prosecutor won't put somebody on the stand or won't do something that will provide exculpatory evidence. Let me give you an example. A victim is murdered by stabbing and a suspect is arrested for the murder. Evidence includes a knife covered with blood found near the victim and the accused found covered in blood at the murder scene. During the investigation, however, the police interview a witness claiming to have seen the stabbing. The witness makes a statement to the police that the person who they identified as the person who stabbed the individual wasn't even there. You know, that somebody else did it. That the person got blood on him trying to help the victim. Whoa. The witness station statement is exculpatory, exculpatory evidence as it's introduced to resent to a reason to introduces a reasonable doubt as to the guilt of the accused. Now, when you fill out a form that says basically that you have been vaccinated with 76 vaccines, that you've taken every vaccine you've ever seen because you think it was the best thing to do, then suddenly you come up with a religious exemption that you don't want to do this and you fill out the form and you tell them that. All right. That becomes inculpatory evidence. Okay. That means it's going to present guilt. So what ends up happening is when they fire you from your job, just let you know this, they're going to say to you, by the way, you gave us testimony here. You signed this piece of paper that you've had 76 vaccines and a flu shot every year, but now you're saying you don't want this vaccine for religious reasons. 
guys, that presents a problem, doesn't it? You know, all my children, none of them received their vaccines. None of them. You know, one time Austin wanted to go to camp. I remember I think he was 12, 13 years old, and we were able to get him a tetanus shot, which I don't do anymore. I would never recommend doing this, but that's your choice, because they said that he could not go to camp without a tetanus shot. And Austin was really mad because I wasn't going to do it and kind of pitched a fit like a young kid does. And Sharon said, well, you need to go ahead and do this. It's not that big of a deal because it's an individual shot without anything else added to it. And I said, I don't do this. But I was pushed into doing it. Austin took the shot. First shot he'd ever received, got sick as a dog for days. I mean, sick, sick. Body rejected it, didn't want it. That was the only injection I ever gave him. To my knowledge, it's the only injection he's ever received as far as vaccines or anything else. The other three kids never got a shot on nothing. They never got a tetanus shot. They never got anything. And they all have religious exemptions, including Austin. They could, they could go to school, to a public university here in the United States, and basically have a religious exemption. But suddenly they don't want to give religious exemptions anymore. Now they're asking you what your vaccine shot record was and what you've taken for shots and why suddenly this is a problem now. Think through all of this stuff because if you've got the opportunity and you're still young and you've got children or you're pregnant and you haven't given them vaccines, wouldn't you rather have these kids like Lucas when he's 10 months old or like Hunter and Kendall are unbelievably, incredibly smart setting the new bar? I told Harrison I'm going I'm to say something here for a second. that may make some of you guys mad. He was talking one day, and he was at Polk State College, and he was like 15, 16 years old, and he's you know working on his AA degree. And he, and he says, Dad, he goes, why do people not listen? Why do people do this? He starts, he starts comparing himself to these other students. And I looked at him. I said, Harris, you can't compare yourself to other kids. I said, they've had 76 injections putting mercury into their body, putting aluminum into their body destroying their central nervous system, destroying brain function, destroying their IQ points. They've been drinking fluoride. I said, don't make that comparison. I said, you, you, it's, just, it's not fair because, you know, we have made sure that we've given you every opportunity. We've given you a leg up to get on that pony now and to know where you're going and what you're going to do with your life. Isn't it time that we all give our children and our grandchildren a leg up? Isn't it time that if our kids want to give their kids 36 or 46 or 76 vaccines and we say, why don't you do some research about this? Maybe you need to figure out that this is not that good. Maybe you found out later after you've injected your kids. Maybe you need to tell your kids, your grandkids. Well, they won't listen to me. Well, at least you tried. It's all we can do, isn't it, is try. You know, Tucker Carlson, like Austin said, came out with this article talking about the COVIDian cult. And uh, you know, he's right. There's a there's a quote here from the governor, Katie Hochul, who's a Democrat, hardcore liberal communist, pro-lesbian, pro-gay, pro-everything transgender, sick that you can possibly find. And she says this. This nauseated me beyond belief. Quote, quote, here's a quote. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But, you know, there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. God, gag me with a whole place setting. That woman nauseates me. First of all, she completely stands against everything God's word says, but then she's invoking God to promote her agenda. It's nauseating. But yet people that are Christians that are basically vaccinated for who knows what reason with this COVID kill shot – they're going to promote her and say, yes, it's God's work. Well, don't you know this? The Bible says, don't you know that ye yourselves are God's temple? And if you destroy God's temple, he will destroy you. 
It also goes on to say, come ye out from among them, be ye separate, touch not the unclean thing. I'm quoting New Testament to you, friends. That's what the word says. Why would you intentionally do something? Should we continue to willfully sin after we've received the knowledge of the truth? By no means. We died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Why would you go out and intentionally do something to harm yourself or harm your family and think it's okay and try to base it on God's word and what God wants you to do? This woman nauseates me. I posted the article on healthmasters.com because I want you guys to read it and see what she had to say and what the Covidian cult believes. It's again, it's a dividing line. I talked about this in length last week about how they're using this as a line to break apart the United States to cause further division. If someone wants to get vaccinated with this kill shot, they want to cause blood clots and cause myocarditis and everything else. That's their choice. I'm not going to sit here and fight with them about this. I will try to educate them, but I'm not going to get mad at them. I'm not going to start screaming and yelling at them that they did this. The one lady that I knew from college years ago listened to the show on an ongoing basis. Listened to it for a year. Then the COVID stuff hit, and I started talking about the shots, and she went out and got the shot with her milk toast husband preacher. Oh, yeah. Because she thought she could maintain a better relationship with her already horrible relationship with her daughter, which hasn't helped at all, to see the grandchildren if she got shot up. And she no longer listens to the show on a regular basis because she gets convicted when she hears the show. But she's still my friend. But why in the world would you do that? If you know, like I talked about a couple weeks ago, you got one water glass that's clear, another water glass that's clear. One has poison in it. One does not have poison in it. 50 people tell you the poison one is healthy for you. 50 people tell you the poison one is not healthy for you. Why would you even take a chance of drinking the poison? That's the point I'm trying to make here with all of this. Just say no. Don't say, okay, I'll try it. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And let's go down that road because it's gonna be, it'll be okay. Guys, no, it won't. No, it won't be okay. Don't do that. The only way it would be okay is if you got the placebo. Blunt, blunt. That's about as blunt as I can get. It's designed to do all kinds of horrible things to you. Don't do it. But if you do it, don't try to force other people to do it. Don't get up in the pulpit, Pastor, if you're listening to the show, and promote it. Let everybody make their own choices. I love you guys. I've not yet prayed for you today. I will pray for you guys in a few minutes. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. It's been one of those really politically incorrect shows today. I hope you can receive most of what I've told you, if not all of it. You go ahead and finish it up, Austin. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. The uh, politically incorrect platform, as sadly as it is, is the actual just old way things used to be 20 years ago. It's funny. I remember reading stuff about you know the Bill Nye the Science Guy back in the 90s. You know, I, mean, I used to see that on TV sometimes. I remember there's an episode, I think it was like 96, I, I saw it the other day, so it was an article on it, and he was talking very specifically about XY and X chromosome, and basically male and female, and there's only two options for this, and went into detail on biology and science, and it's funny now, they've actually come out, and they, a couple of years ago, they issued a full retraction on his show, basically said, well, this is an ever-changing topic, no, it's ever-changing topic, what are you talking, it's an ever-changing topic, how all of a sudden did it just become an ever-changing topic when it's been facts for hundreds, thousands of years at the beginning of time? Even though it was realized, you know, a couple hundred years ago when people started getting into science more. You know, instead of saying, oh, it's ever-changing. It's not ever-changing. It's ever-devolving. 
from a sadistic platform as far as how low can we take it, how far can we push the narrative, how much can we confuse the populace, the normalized perversion. That's what's evolving with it. So thank you again, my friends, for getting this information out there. Stand strong in your convictions, my friends. It's that time. (laughs) If there was any other time, it's that time now. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Magnesium Brain Food. That will be changing here shortly. You guys voted it won by a landslide. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I was talking about it earlier with Atlanta's friends. And, uh, yeah, that will be on sale today. Be sure to check that out. The vitamin C powder as well on sale. And uh, if you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call. Healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. We're here to help you out the best we possibly can and get the truth out while providing you with the highest quality supplements we physically can. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Stay strong. Stay positive. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.